Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala A sign that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves an individual is that Allah makes bad difficult for you to do. It's not easy for you to break the law of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's not easy for you to displease Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It becomes very difficult. Sometimes you'll even perhaps momentarily intend to do it, but suddenly you're unable to do it. That's a sign that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves you. He keeps protecting you. He lets barriers come between you and between that wrong. That's a very important sign that we also need to look at. Because if bad deeds are easy for me to do, then that's a problem. And that's a lot of reflection that we need to do. How come it's so difficult for me to please Allah and it's so easy for me to displease Him? May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect and save each and every one of us. But a sign that Allah loves you is that bad deeds become difficult for you to carry out. There's always obstacles, there's always challenges that will come when you intend to do something wrong. And while we're speaking about that, another very important sign that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves you is not only does bad deeds become difficult for you to do, but if you do wrong, then something goes wrong. Now, if something goes wrong in our life, by default, what's the first thoughts that go through our mind or the opinions that are aired? Allah is angry. Allah is punishing us. Allah is displeased. Allah is azab. But if something goes wrong after you do wrong, it's not just a sign and an indication that Allah is displeased. In fact, it is an absolutely great sign that Allah loves you. Why is that a sign that Allah loves you? Because immediately Allah gives you the wake up. Allah gives you the shake up. Allah gives you the reminder, my slave, where are you going? Come back to me immediately. If Allah never loved you and you did something wrong, Allah would allow you to continue doing that wrong. Nothing will go wrong. You know, sometimes people look at others or we look at ourselves. There's wrong after wrong. And then you sit back. But, but Malana, I mean, you know, everything is going so well in the person's life. There's nothing going wrong. They're not being taken to task. Allah doesn't like you. You do wrong. Allah leaves you in that wrong. That's what Allah says in the Quran. Those that are miserly, those that turn away from us, those that reject the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah says, We make bad deeds and all the wrong very easy for them to do. And they will do one wrong which will lead to another, which will lead to another, and they, co they continue on a downward spiral. Because Allah has no love for them. So if you do something that is displeasing to Allah, and immediately you find something went wrong in your life, know very well that this is a clear sign that Allah loves me. He wants me back immediately. We are parents, we have kids, or we have people that we're in charge of. When you love someone and they do something wrong, do you leave them? No. Immediately you'll reprimand the child. Are you reprimanding your child because you dislike your child? No. You're reprimanding your child because you want them to be the best that they can be. It is because of your intense love for your child that you will take him to task when he does something wrong because you love him, not because you dislike him. The child will never understand that. They forever have their complaints. I can never do anything to please my father or my mother. Nothing is ever enough. They don't understand it at that moment. But the parent knows, I love my child. There's absolutely no comparison to the love, for the love that we have for our kids than the love that Allah has for us. On one occasion, the Blessed Prophet wasallam, in the aftermath of a battle that had taken place, he was with his companions, and suddenly they see a woman running frantically in the midst of people. Why is this woman frantic? Because in the aftermath of the, her young child, a baby, that was still suckling to the mother, 
the infant child she lost in the, in, in the midst of the battle. And now she's frantically looking, what happened to my child? Wait. And she's looking, left absolutely frantic. And they're observing this woman, looking and searching for her child. And this woman sat on the floor. She runs, she picks up her child, and she hugs her child. She's crying, she's absolutely emotional. And then she takes the child and she start, holds it close to her chest, and she starts to feed the child. And while observing this, the Blessed Prophet ﷺ took the opportunity and he asked the companions, that, do you all think it would ever be conceivably possible for this woman to take her child and throw it into the fire? You all have observed how frantic she was, how desperate she was, how emotional she was searching for her child. You all saw her reaction when she found her child. Do you think this woman would take her child and throw it into the fire? And the companion said, no, that's absolutely impossible. Why would any mother ever do that? And but especially this woman and looking at what we've just observed. So then the Prophet said that the love that you'll have just observed this woman do for her child is only one hundredth of the love that Allah has for every one of his slaves. You think Allah wants to put people in Jahannam? You think Allah wants to punish people? Allah loves you. Allah loves every single believer. There's no comparison. In fact, one narration of the Prophet ﷺ goes to the extent of saying that the one share of love that Allah has spread throughout the earth from the time of Adam ﷺ till the end of time is actually shared between every living creature that Allah has placed on this earth. Just the one share of love. So the mercy and the love that a parent has for the child is part of the 100th of love that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created. It is only one share, sorry, it is part of one share. The mercy or the affection that one animal will show to another is only a share of the one part of love that is spread in, in the earth. So sometimes you see marvelous actions carried out on earth and you see mind-boggling acts of kindness and love and tolerance and forbearance, all that is just part of the one share of love that was spread to humanity. 99 shares Allah has kept by him for the day of Qiyamah to have mercy on the Ummah. That is how much of love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has for each and every one of us. So if you do wrong and something goes wrong, that is a sign that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves you. That's number three. And number four, earlier we said that when a sign that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves you is that Allah makes good deeds easy for you to do. The fourth sign that we will look at that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves you is that not only are good deeds easy for you to do, but when you do good, you feel good. That's a sign that Allah loves you. You get that inner sense of satisfaction, joy and happiness when you are doing something that is pleasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Not so long ago was the day of Eid al-Abha. We sacrificed those animals. When that animal was sacrificed, what did you feel at that moment? Was there not a sense of joy and happiness and accomplishment? I've done something that Allah wanted me to do. When you bow your head before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, is there not a sense of satisfaction and inner joy that Allah gives you that is priceless? When you do good, you feel good. It's a sign that Allah loves you. You feel something that words cannot describe. You feel something that only you know what you feel. And many people, they, ha they have a special attachment to certain good deeds because they get something from doing that deed that they cannot find anywhere else. 
It was also the serious doors. In, in fact, every person, if it was 40 years ago, close your eyes right now at this moment and you will literally feel what you felt 40 years ago. You did good, you felt good, you will always feel good. It's a sign that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves you. Whenever you do something good, there will always be a special mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that will be upon you. And again, not forgetting that there's a nikah that's about to take place. So nikah is a splendid good deed. Our young groom and our bride, they feel very happy right now. They're doing a good deed. When you do good, you feel good. Allah gives you that inner joy. Allah gives you that happiness. To the parents of, that, of the couple that is going to be wedded, something good. The Prophet said, when your children are of age, get them married. You're doing something good, you're happy. Allah gives you that joy and happiness. You feel good when you please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that's a clear sign that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves you. So after looking at signs that Allah loves us, what really happens when Allah loves you? The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, إِذَا أَحَبَّ اللَّهُ تَعَالَىٰ عَبْدًا When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves a slave, what does Allah do? Nada Jibreel. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala calls Jibreel alayhi salatu wasalam the chief of all the angels that Allah has created. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells Jibreel, O oh Jibreel, I love this certain slave of mine. Take any name you want to. And it will fit in. Your name is Muhammad. Allah tells Jibreel, I love Muhammad. Your name is Ismail. Allah tells Jibreel, Oh Jibreel, I Allah, I'm telling you, I'm declaring my love for Muhammad or Ismail. And then Allah doesn't stop there. But Allah says, Oh Jibreel, I'm commanding you that you need to start loving this slave of mine that I love. Jibreel alayhi salatu wasalam takes this instruction from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and he doesn't keep it to himself. He then summons all the angels that Allah has created. The angels that Allah has created, the number of angels is far beyond our imagination. There's approximately 6 billion people living on the earth at present. Far outnumber men and human beings. The seven heavens that Allah has created, they are full of angels. There are angels around the arsh of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. There are angels in our midst around the entire earth that Allah has created. They far outnumber human beings. Jibreel alayhi salatu wasalam summons every one of them to an urgent meeting. What's the agenda? O oh, angels, Allah has declared his love for Muhammad. Oh, Allah has declared his love for Ismail. And Allah has commanded me, Jibreel, that I need to love the same individual. And O oh, angels, I am commanding you all, being in charge of you all that every one of you need to start loving this slave of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, Then that individual's love is spread throughout the earth. When Allah loves you, it's absolutely amazing. It's special. It's wonderful. It's something that every one of us need to treasure. It needs to inspire you. It needs to keep you motivated. As I said, it's difficult times that we are facing right now. You don't know the pain that some people are going through. We don't know what are the challenges that people are facing. But know one thing for sure, irrespective of what is your outward situation, it's about what's in your heart, in your soul, and in your mind. And when you truly believe that Allah loves you, then you will be the best that you can possibly be. When you truly believe that Allah loves you, you will go through the worst of challenges, but you will pull through with a smile on your face because it's all about what Allah thinks of you. It's all about what is your relationship with your Creator. And let us always keep in mind 
the few signs that we discussed today, if good deeds are easy for you to carry out, that's a sign that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves you. If bad deeds are difficult for you to do, that's a sign that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves you. If you do something wrong and something goes wrong, that's a sign that Allah loves you. And if you do good and you feel good, that's a sign that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala truly loves you. And we just spoke about what happens when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves you. He declares his love for you. He commands Jibreel to love you. Jibreel commands all the angels to love you. And your love is spread throughout the earth. And that love won't stop when you leave this world. That love will continue and you'll see the benefit of it the day you stand before Allah and the day you are entered into Jannah and you are entered into paradise. But the nikah will be taking place now. So for the young couple and for all of us that are present here today, just on a lighter note. So there was a couple that had got married. So they got married and now the bride moved into the home of her husband. And she had a special bag that she would keep on the top of the cupboard. Husband wasn't allowed to touch it. After one or two years, he was really curious and he said, my wife, can you please tell me, you know, what is in that bag? It's just like, it's like eating me up. So she says, listen, don't ask me what's in that bag. It's my business, the piece. I'm not going to answer you. Leave the bag alone and don't ask me the question again. Husband, servant, individual, understanding, you know, new broom seeps clean. They're both newly married. So he never asked her the question again. And years went by. 60 years later, the wife gets very, very sick and she's terminally ill. So she's on her bed. Husband is taking care of her. And one day the wife calls the husband and she says, my darling, can you please do me a favor? Can you bring down that bag from the top of the cupboard? Husband gets a shock because he knows, you know, I'm not allowed anywhere near that. So he goes, he takes the bag, he brings it down. So she says, my darling, you can, can you please open up the bag? I don't have the strength to do it. So he opens the bag and when he looks inside, he gets a shock of his life. There's two pieces of knitted and there's $50,000 in that bag. So he looks there and he gets a shock and he's like, my wife, my darling, can you tell me what is this all about? So she says, okay, let me tell you the secret behind this bag. When I got married to you, my mother gave me advice and she told me that my daughter, if ever your husband makes you upset and you're angry with him and you want to say something out of your anger, then don't say anything. Just go and take what you call it, a piece of cloth and start knitting. Just start knitting something and keep yourself occupied. But don't retaliate if he makes you upset and he makes you want to uh, lose your cool. So the husband, he starts to cry because there's only two pieces of cloth that's in the bag. And he says, my darling, you mean to say I was such a good husband that in our 60 years of marriage, there's only two knitted items in this bag. So the wife keeps quiet. And then he says, okay, my darling, tell me, where did the 50, what's the story with the $50,000? So she looks up and she says, my husband, that's from all the pieces of cloth that I sold. <laughs> May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Granted the wedded couple barakah and blessings in their marriage. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala unite their hearts. But also the same rule would apply when it comes to loving Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And when it comes to a sign that Allah loves you. If the wife is good to her husband, that's a sign that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves her. If the husband is good to his wife, that's also a sign that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves them. And if they both love Allah, then that will be the best, most successful and happiest of marriages. Pick up our dispute on for the witness to the representation.